Manx Radio Sport. Good evening and welcome once more to Friday Sport Preview on Manx Radio. Me, Rob Pritchard and the team here with you until 6.30pm. Let's take a good look at the sporting action coming up this weekend. So, on tonight's show... The first round proper of the ECAP FA Cup beckons on Saturday. We preview the eight ties there, as well as the upcoming league action in Manx football. In rugby, Douglas will be looking to continue their recent fine form in the regional two northwest on Saturday, whilst it's north versus south in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield. And crucial battles at the top and bottom in the Alabama men's and ladies hockey competitions this weekend as league action returns. That is all to come this evening. Good evening and welcome to the latest edition of Friday Sport Preview here on Manx Radio. I'm Rob Pritchard here with the usual team of correspondents to take a look ahead to the sporting action taking place on the Isle of Man and further afield this weekend. Let's dive straight into it because cup competition is in the spotlight in Manx football this weekend. And to go through it all, as ever, is Tony Meppen. Tony, very good evening to you. Evening to you, Rob. And uh, just taking a look at this, obviously the ECAP FA Cup, the first round proper. We, of course, had the preliminary round not too long ago. So still 16 teams vying for progress in this competition. Let's jump into the fixtures then. The ECAP FA Cup, first round kicking things off on Saturday. All kicking off at the earlier time of 1.30pm. This is also to allow for extra time and penalties if needed. Let's start with what is an all-Northern affair taking place uh, at Michael United. They will be hosting Ramsey, who themselves are... Are still going pretty strong in the Premier League, Tony. <laughs> they are going pretty strong, but uh, Michael fancy the chances in this one uh, because uh, they've got a good forward line. Uh, they work hard in midfield. Defensively, uh, they're strong as well. And I'm sure there's quite a few players somewhere along the line for uh, Michael who probably played for Ramsey at some stage. So it's always a good battle. And as you say, friendly rivalry up north. But, um, you know, Michael with Liam Kane in good form again. Um, I just think um, it could be a bit of a problem for Ramsey. I know they slipped off uh, a little bit uh, in the Premiership, but the results are still OK-ish and uh, they'll be hoping to try and get it right. And I just think Anthony Cooper's team will just be strong enough in the end to take the victory. Very well. Then we take a look at an all-Premier League affair taking place over at Bala Fletcher. Corinthians up against St John's United. And Tony, I was at this particular fixture in the league not too long ago. And uh, whilst Corinthians, they dominated large amounts of uh, possession, it was St John's United with a real smash and grab to win that game 2-1. Could something similar happen here again? Or do you think Corinthians may have learned from that last encounter? I think Corinthians may have learned, but uh, it's still a possibility because uh, St John's a strong outfit and uh, Will Penhorick will come back into the team. His ban will have finished, so that strengthens them up defensively. I don't know uh, if Callum Taggart is uh, back yet or where Dean Lees is with his injury, uh, but uh, Corinthians, I've been impressed with them, Rob. You know, there's so many good young players coming through and there's a couple more about to turn 16 as well, so it's going to make them even stronger. So I think uh, Ben Qualtro uh, knows that uh, with one or two more experienced players coming back in as well, Ronald McDonald one of them, uh, that uh, Corinthians should be in a better position uh, to win this one. But it is a cup game, it's all to play for, but I'm going to go for Corinthians just to sneak it. And then another All-Premier League affair, this time at the Memorial Playingfields. Uh, Moround, still a challenge for them, of course, toward the bottom end of the Canada Life Men's Premier League, up against uh, Air United. Tony, could we see a potential upset on the cards, or do you think Air United will get the job done here? 
I think um, there's always a chance because uh, Moran, there's no pressure on them looking for the points for the league. Uh, so in the Cup, they had a good result against Castletown, played really well. And if uh, David Bruce's team can uh, show that same uh, sort of uh, football ability that they had in that day, uh, then uh, there's a great chance uh, for them. But uh, United, I think uh, Nick had a, a little bit of a talk to the players midweek and uh, just to uh, G them up, he probably feels that, um, you know, they're not playing as well as they can do. But I think uh, it's for Ayres to lose because I think uh, they're going to be too strong for them. So I'm going to go for Ayres to win. Well, there are two more All-Premier League encounters in the ECAP FA Cup first round, and one of those will be taking place at the Bowl. And, uh, Tony, I know this is one that you've uh, potentially going to be cast your eye, casting your eye over tomorrow. I should say St Mary's hosting Laxey and two teams in good form at the moment. Yeah, very much so. And uh, when you look at uh, Laxey, the amount of goals that they've been scoring, I know they're uh, still one or two uh, missing. I was uh, speaking to Johnny Palmer last night, and uh, unfortunately for him, um, that... Uh, the two top goal scorers are not going to be uh, playing. That's uh, Joe Walters is one, uh, which is uh, a real uh, thing. And uh, Cooper as well is not available. He's got a back injury, Jordan Cooper. So I just think um, he's still got enough cover there. There's still good enough players in there. Ryan Gartland's been scoring goals as well. Uh, defensively, um, they've been under control. Granlund Walker's been playing well in goal. But I just uh, with St Mary's, they're just one of those... Uh, teams aren't they that um, <clears throat> some days they turn up and they're absolutely brilliant and other days it doesn't run for them and uh, if they're in their good form that can happen then uh, I can see them possibly taking this game away from Laxey with home uh, game and I'm going to tip Laxey just to sneak it away from Laxey very I'm well. Going to Mary, sorry, it's going to sneak it away from Laxey. I just think they're going to be too strong. Very well indeed. And then we go over to uh, Glen Crutchery Road, and really not too much in terms of uh, physical distance between these teams, and maybe not too much in terms of the distance between St George's in the <coughs> Premier League and also Douglas High School Old Boys visiting from Division Two. And Douglas High School Old Boys form has picked up recently in Division Two after what was a tricky start, and St George's have started picking up some more valuable points in the Premier League. Is this an intriguing tie? This is a potential uh, for old boys um, to win this one. And uh, when you look at uh, the connection, you're right in what you're saying. <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, friendship in this and there's a lot of players who've moved from St George's to old boys and old boys back to St George's. Uh, there's always good banter in this uh, game. I've watched it many, many years. And I'm sure Johnny Garland, who's a manager of old boys, will be uh, sort of not necessarily winding up Johnny Myers. He'll do it in a nice way, but he'll be uh, sort of quite confident in this game. And St George's, I watched them last week and they're determined, but um, unfortunately for them, it's whoever's available on the day and whether Kim McNulty plays, he didn't play last week. That could be the difference with them being favourites in this competition. I think old boys have got a great chance here. This could go to extra time, uh, but I'm just going to side it a little bit to Sir George's purely. If Kieran McNulty plays, he'll be the boy that'll win it for them. OK, and then back over to Bala Fletcher. Douglas Royal, whose uh, recent upturn in results has moved them far away at the moment from that uh, that drop zone in the Canada Life Men's Premier League. They're coming up against a Colby side who started so strong in Division 2 this season but just seem to have dropped a little off the uh, current top contenders, the likes of Castletown and Foxdale, towards the summit here. Uh, Tony, again, a, a Premier League side being visited by a Division 2 side. Uh, what chance is there, if any, of an upset here? I don't know, Rob. It's tough. It's always tough in, in the Cup because you see the uh, the games in the Premiership and you sort of understand how they're playing. Douglas Royal have uh, been playing out of the skin recently. I know they had a bit of a blip uh, against uh, Laxey, but apart from that, they've been playing good football and Michael Fitzmaurice has been happy with that. As we're with uh, Colby, you're right in what you're saying. They played 6-1-6 six, six, uh, in Div 2 
and now they're sort of slipping down the league a little bit into fifth place. So um, Alan Collister's got to try and change things around. They've got goal scorers in there, but it just doesn't seem to be happening at the moment. So I'm going to go for Douglas Royal to win. And then uh, another all-Premier League affair, this time out in the west of the island, Peel up against Union Mills. Well, Union Mills, um, you know, against A United had a right good battle, didn't they? And unfortunately for them, they couldn't sustain it. And whether it was win conditions, I don't know. Uh, but uh, Peel, a lot of good young players who have uh, come through. Uh, Izzy Dunn, another one that's uh, come through the system and, and looking good. And uh, there's good experienced players in there to help him. Whether Reese Oates plays, because he, he played last time for the combination. So that might be in Dan Bell's uh, mind to bring him in and just play him as a substitute. But I think uh, Peel will be far too strong for Union Mills. And rounding out the ECAP FA Cup first round ties is uh, down at Croyd Lowry in the south of the island. Russian United up against the current unbeaten Division 2 leaders, Foxdale. Yeah, and this uh, could be a really good game because uh, Russian are back in it. I think they're mixing it with the big boys now. Uh, we showed, or we saw that recently uh, in the games that they've been playing against the top sides, as were with Foxdale. They just keep chipping away, aren't they? I thought they might have just caved in a little bit, Rob, uh, because it's a usual thing when the games stop at uh, Billy Goat, then uh, the football, the training and everything just goes amiss. But at the moment, they're still uh, going well. And it just shows you how determined they are with switching that game last week and played it at Peel. I'm going to go for Russian to win it. Very well. Those are your ECAP FA Cup first round ties on Saturday, all starting at 1.30pm. There is another cup fixture in another competition at 1.30pm tomorrow, and it's the rearranged first round fixture in the GH Call at Woods Cup, and that's Onken versus Paul Rose. Yeah, and we've still got one outstanding game as well, uh, Old Boys and Gyms, which I think is uh, the following week, the 10th. Uh, but uh, Onken against Paul Rose, league tables don't uh, lie, you know, Onken are going well. They're fourth in the league. They've got plenty of games in hand to try and catch uh, the boys above them. As well with uh, Paul Rose, uh, still uh, sort of chipping away. The players are out there, but it's going to be a real tough afternoon for them. And I'm going to go for Onken to win. Well, those are the cup games on Saturday. We now move into the league fixtures. We have games across Division 2 and the combination leagues starting at the slightly later time again of 2.30pm. We'll start in DPS Limited Division 2. Just the two league games in that division tomorrow, and that's Douglas and District up against Castletown, and Maloo will host gyms. Yeah, Castletown have had to wait a little bit to uh, uh, play a game of football, so... Uh... I'm pretty certain they'll be champing at the bit to play. And I think uh, against Douglas and District, it's a tighter pitch, so it won't sort of help Castletown. But I'm going to go for Castletown to win. And uh, Malou against Jims should be a close affair. As I say, Jims have got that cup game uh, next week. But uh, against Malou, I think they're going to find it uh, a bit of a battle. I'm going to go for Malou to win. Very well. Let's take a quick look through the Combination League, starting off with the five fixtures in Canada Life Combination 1 tomorrow. Braddon against uh, Corinthians. are going to go with uh, Corinthians. Good uh, form they're showing at the moment. Ramsey against uh, Douglas Royal. Ramsey has still got it in their uh, sort of sight to win this league. Uh, St John's against uh, St Mary's. I'm going to go for St Mary's to win. Laxey against uh, Union Mills. I'll go with the Millers. And Air United against Peel. I'll go for Air United take victory. And then rounding out Saturday, there are two games in DPS Limited, combination two. Foxdale against uh, Malou, I'll go for Foxdale to win that. And uh, Jim's against uh, Douglas Athletic. Douglas Athletic signed one or two new players, so it's made them a bit stronger. Go for Athletic to win. Then moving into Sunday, three fixtures in the Canada Life Women's Football all kicking off at two o'clock. And uh, Tony, if you take us through those fixtures, just remind us as well that uh, one of them has had a change of venue as well. Yes, there's uh, Douglas Royal against uh, Corinthians. I'm going to go for uh, Corinthians uh, to win. Uh, cup final for them next weekend. So uh, Onken 
against Castletown. This one's been moved to Castletown because there's a bit of doubt uh, over Onken's pitch. It's all right for tomorrow, but it's just on that Sunday. And uh, Peel against uh, Malou. I'm going to go for uh, Peel to win that one. And last but certainly not least on Sunday, we've got two more fixtures in the Masters football. Certainly have, and a uh, big game air against uh, Douglas Royal. Uh, depending on uh, who uh, doesn't play for the first teams tomorrow, uh, might just make it uh, a little bit stronger, but I'm going to go for air to win. And Douglas and District against Peel, you have to go with Peel. Well, Tony Meppen, thank you very much indeed. And also a reminder as well, NWCFL Premier Division action returning to the islands tomorrow night. FC Alabama back at the ball after their first win of 2024 last weekend. They'll be hoping to kick on against Pascal Chimbonda's Skelmersdale United side. Kick-off at 6pm and full live match commentary of that game for myself and Tony Meppen from 6pm on Manx Radio AM 1368 and Crystal Clear DAB. Manx Radio Sport. Well, looking now to rugby, and this weekend, Douglas will be looking to continue their excellent form in the Regional 2 Northwest this Saturday. Meanwhile, the action continues in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield with a meeting of North versus South on Saturday afternoon. Here with the details, as ever, is our rugby correspondent, Dave Christian. It's a little feature this time of year. The uh, Six Nations competition starts, and clubs with clubhouses and bars like to have their own events on, and uh, that kind of takes the shine a little bit off some of the rugby. Vagabonds is a slightly different kettle of fish theirs is quite a small league so there are irregular gaps between matches Douglas's league a little bit bigger and hence they're playing and similarly the Manx Shield so we've got Douglas against Burnage it's at Burnage tomorrow quarter past two kickoff Burnage has got an all-weather surface 5G pitch over there in uh, Manchester and uh, it's actually one that's used as a backup pitch for other clubs as well if games are off that hard surface that 5G the firm footing no mud is going to play into Douglas's hands a little bit when the Two teams played at Portishee. Douglas had a big win, 33-10. That was due to Portishee at that time being firm and dry. And uh, if we've got those sort of conditions, which we're guaranteed to get on a 5G surface, it could well be a game for Douglas to look at. They're in a great position in the league. They lost their first four matches back in September and everybody thought it was going to be dire, but uh, there were small margins. They've picked those up. They've turned it around and they've won the last five on the bounce now. So uh, they're in a great position. If they can beat Burnage tomorrow, they will take fifth place in the table. They also have a game in hand, and that's against next to bottom side Kirby Lonsdale. That's going to put them in the mix, potentially, for fourth place. There's a little bit of a gap there to Crew and Nantwich, but Crew and Nantwich have to come to the Isle of Man yet. So Douglas, five points against Burnage, five against Kirby Lonsdale. They're going to be pretty close to Crew and Nantwich with a top four finish. So they really are there and thereabouts. And if they could have done something better in that slow start, uh, it would have made the world a difference for them. Tomorrow's team, they have had to make a few changes and nothing too drastic. Uh, Jack Lochnane comes in at tight head. He's been out with an injury. He got a half or so last week and uh, came through that with flying colours. Wilf Kermode's back. He's back into the back row with James Good, Liam Kirkpatrick. Kyle Martin's going to continue at scrum half. Luke Island at 10 and Cal Denteth comes in on the wing. Brett Pike in at fullback. They're missing Bradley Bomar, I think, is the is the big name that's missing really. Owen Carvin comes onto the bench, Ralph Clark onto the bench, and Sean Garland onto the bench. It's not quite the team that they had three weeks ago or so, but it's not too far away. And I've got my fingers crossed they can bring back all five points. 
Up at the Murrick Park, we got Ravenscroft Bank Shield action. It's Ramsey against Castletown. Now, as we probably recognise, Castletown have a very thin squad. They struggled to get a team out, so uh, Ramsey beat Southern Nomads 93-0 last week. So I'm imagining anybody at, uh, at Paulson Park will be looking at that scoreline and thinking, I don't really want to play next week. So Ramsey have not quite waved the white flag, but they've extended an olive branch at least. And they've picked what appears to be pretty much a genuine second team tomorrow. So that Ramsey not quite have a regular second team this season not quite enough numbers for it but team pick tomorrow is one that should give Castletown a little bit more encouragement to actually get the boots on and turn up for the match and of course Vagabonds Western Vikings Southern Nomads all not playing this week and uh, any spare players from there uh, from those clubs were of course welcome to come and help out Castletown make up the numbers Ramsey will have some spare players as well so on paper what should be a cl- uh, an easier win for Ramsey could turn out to be quite a tight game with Ramsey with a little bit of a, a weaker side probably for want of a better way to describe it and uh, spare players from Ramsey gonna go and assist Castletown it could be quite a beefy Castletown side so we'll watch that one uh, it's the only game on the island tomorrow so we'll be covering it for Saturday live as well and we'll have a look see how that turns out Manx Radio Sport And finally tonight, the battles will commence again across the Isle of Man hockey divisions as league action returns tomorrow. What's more, there's a selection not just of battles at the top of the standings, but some key battles to be had between sides battling to move away from the bottom. As usual, I caught up this week with our hockey correspondent, Ben Cunningham, to get the details. Let's start with the two top-tier set of fixtures. We'll start with the Men's Premier League, the NSC, and it's an inter-club derby which sees backers A take on backers B, Ben. Yeah, another derby for backers against their B team again. They played each other last weekend in the cup, so maybe uh, for the B team, maybe just see if they can try and not concede as many goals as last weekend. But they did get two past them last weekend, so let's see if they can maybe get maybe three this weekend. And then at two o'clock at QE2 in Peel, this could be an intriguing one between two strong teams. Valkyries A up against the early pace setters at the moment, Vikings A. Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. This is one of two games I've got down as game of the day through all the leagues. Valkyries have looked really good, but then Vikings, of course, top of the league at the moment. Valkyries could cause an upset here if they can get a good team out on the day, which I reckon they could. But Vikings, though, they've been looking really strong so far, and I think I'm going to go for a Vikings win there. Very well, and from the top of the table, then a crucial battle towards the bottom as well. Three o'clock at King Williams College sees Castletown A up against Harlequins A. Yeah, really big game this of course Harlequins have got a point on the board whereas Castown are above them Castown probably will give them a good test but Harlequins probably might just be equal and match the test that Castown could give them I think it'll be a really close game this one then we move into the ladies Premier League two games there pushing back at 12.30 we'll start with the one that's pushing back at the NSC and that's his backers A against Castletown A yeah really close game ahead on this one two really good sides and I can't pick a winner out of the two I think it's going to be a really close game and the other 12 30 start is at QE2 in Peel and this is one game you've earmarked as a potential game of the day already Ben Vikings A against Valkyries A in the Ladies Premier League yeah this is going to be a really big one of course Valkyries in their last league game were held by Harlequins to a 2 all draw so they have dropped points which has let Vikings get ahead but if Valkyries can perform like they have done so far apart from that game which they were held by Harlequins A I think they could cause Vikings problems here but don't rule out Vikings though they've been looking really good so far and they are top of the league for that reason and the other game the ladies premier league is a 130 pushback at king williams college and that sees 
Castletown B up against Harlequins A. Yeah, bottom of the league clash here. Castletown B, bottom. Harlequins A, a second from bottom, but they have got a point on the board. Yeah, this is a crucial game for both teams because this could uh, prove quite important when it comes towards the end of the season as to who is going to be getting relegated. But at the minute, it's advantage Harlequins and I think Harlequins will probably get it on the day. Okay, let's quickly take a look through the other divisions. So we'll start with the three games taking place in men's division one. And the first one is at 12.30 and it's Ramsey A against Harlequins B at Ramsey Grammar School. Second game is Castown B against Falkires B, Castle Russian High School at 12.30. And the final game is another derby and this is Vikings C against Vikings B, 3.30 at the NSC. And then into ladies division one, three games there. Two of those are early pushbacks at 11 o'clock in the morning. And the first one of the two is uh, Castown C against Backers C and that's at the NSC at 11 o'clock. Again at 11 o'clock, it's Vikings B against Valkyries B at QE2 and Ramsey A against Backers B at Castle Russian High School at 2 o'clock. Then we go into the respective second divisions. We'll start with Men's Division 2, just the two games here this Saturday. And the first one is an early pushback at 11 o'clock at Castle Russian High School and this sees Castown C against Valkyries C. And the other fixture is Backers D against Ramsey B, and that's at Ramsey Grammar School at 2 o'clock. And then rounding out the senior leagues for Saturday, three games in Ladies Division 2. The first one is at QE2 at 12 o'clock, and that's Harlequins B against Castletown D. Second is Valkyries C against Vikings C, 3.30 at QE2. And then the final game in this league is Castown E against Ramsey B, and that's at Castle Russian High School at 3.30. And last but certainly not least, we also have uh, two games taking place in the under-15s league. And they are both late pushbacks, and they are at 3.30 at Ramsey Grammar School. It's Ramsey Rogues and Rascals against Backers, and then Castown Savers against Harlequins, 4.30 at King Williams College. That's all we have time for this evening. Many thanks to my guests this week, Tony Meppham, Dave Christian and Ben Cunningham. Have yourself a wonderful Friday evening as ever, whatever you're doing, and have a wonderful weekend as well. Chris Kinley is here with you next, but from me, until next time, it's bye for now. Manx Radio Sport.